Your new or existing home is one of your most important assets. Yet too many people rely on sites, shows, and tips from people who are not in the real estate business when making important decisions. It's time to get real and trust a professional. This is Real Real Estate Today with host Deb Tomorrow. In this series, you'll learn about making smart decisions when it comes to buying a home, selling a home, or even staying in the home you're in. Now, here is your host, Realtor Deb Tomorrow. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Real Real Estate Today. I am your host, Deb Tomorrow, and I am joined today by uh, a psychologist, right? And I yes. have to apologize because... I get those confused. I, I looked it up. Psychiatrists can prescribe drugs, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a psychologist does more talking therapy, I guess. So I'm super excited. She's actually going to be here for the next two shows, um, so the next two weeks, to talk with us about um, challenges and issues and ways to kind of deal with stressors when you're buying a home. And we've got a lot of information, so we're going to kind of jump into it. I want to, right before we start, um, just remind you briefly what we talked about on last week's show. Um, We talked about the flooding going on down in Texas and the devastation from the hurricanes. Uh, And I just want to encourage everyone, if you haven't, uh, you can just donate to the Red Cross via your cell phone, 90999, and it adds $10 to your cell bill. Um, And I would love to see everyone do that. Really, I think at this point in time, finances and money are the best thing that can be done to help re-stimulate the economy down there and get people what they need in the most cost-effective way and efficient way possible. We had some great stories last week about inefficiencies. The second disaster after the disaster, they call it, when you have 100,000 teddy bears that you need to figure out how to dispose of because of kind-hearted people. Um, But I would definitely encourage you, um, if anybody has interest, you know, in a couple of weeks, we'll be reaching out to, um, because my parents live in Houston, so I have connection with Houston, uh, some of the churches down there who will then probably end up adopting families is what they've done with hurricanes in the past. And then you can really get on a more personal level and be able to donate things that that family really needs um, rather than, you know, sending down lots of winter coats, which I promise you they don't need in Houston, Texas, as my mother reminds me, because she says she can't come up and visit me in Indiana in December because they don't sell wool pants in Texas, basically meaning I have no clothes to wear when it's cold, and so I cannot come visit you in the winter. I do tell her we have a furnace, but she doesn't really seem to care. But anyways, all right, so Amanda, welcome. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about your background and your business, just so we can kind of get to know you on that level before we dive into all the home buying uh, questions? Sure. So my background is I worked in college counseling for several years, and then um, I also work with my husband, who's also a psychologist. And so uh, two years ago, we decided we wanted to make the leap into private practice. So moved to Bloomington at that time, uh, switched to private practice at that time, and We've been loving it so far. It's been a really good fit for us. Um, We primarily see adults 18 and over, and um, the clients I really love working with are my adults in their late 20s, early 30s, going through life transitions, uh, such as buying a house um, or getting married, getting divorced, um, considering changing jobs, uh, things of that nature, and that might be experiencing depression, anxiety, um, any other range of emotions we're going through that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And so your practice is focused in Bloomington mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you ever, is that primarily where your um, patients come from, the mm-hmm. Bloomington area? Yeah, okay. everyone's here in town. Cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and does your husband kind of focus on the same thing or does he focus on different 
so the millennials and the are they millennials 20s or 30s or were they gen y i always get that mixed they up might be gen y we may have to what, yeah i know age group i uh, saw something on facebook last week and it was someone who was near my age and they were like generation x i was like no i'm not generation x am i I guess, I, and then I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh, Wikipedia says I am okay." Yeah, I, I think don't know. technically I might be considered a millennial, but I always feel like there's some distance. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there right. that label doesn't quite fit right, uh, with who I am. But um, yeah, my husband sees uh, clients of similar age. He really likes working with clients with anxiety who tend to feel really stuck um, and having a hard time moving forward. Okay. Um, not quite happy with where things are at. So um, that's more of his niche. Cool. So um, I. And that kind of leads me, I guess, to my first question, which is a little bit more of a general question um, than the specifics to home buying. Um, And that is, you know, how does someone know that they're in need of your services? I don't know if that sounds really stupid, but, you know, I'm 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 one of those people. I'm super independent and I sort of have this mind block of I can take care of anything myself. I can fix it myself, even when I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a hard time asking for help or recognizing when I might need help. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, how do you, I guess, help me feel better about asking for help and sure. tell me why is it important? Yeah, so there are often a lot of myths that go around about counseling. And I think one of the primary ones is that you have to have these super severe, intense concerns to go to counseling. Right, right. And that right. is not true right. at all. I'm not crazy enough, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, I am yeah. crazy enough. but anyway. <laughs> um, And so I always tell people that if you're even thinking about it, it doesn't hurt to reach out or call or even come in for a session. Um, I have some clients that, yes, I've been working with for years, but I have others that come in for one or two sessions because they just just need uh, someone to talk to to develop a few coping strategies, um, figure out what they need to do to not feel so stuck and gain momentum. Mm-hmm. And that's perfectly okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so usually I say, if you're just feeling stuck, you feel like you've done everything that you know to do and that's still not helping, um, or you feel like you don't have the people you need to talk to about what's going on or the people you are talking to aren't being very helpful. <laughs> Which I think is what <laughs> usually happens, yeah, right? Um, it definitely does not hurt at that point to reach out and, right. and talk to someone. Great. Um, so one of the, the way that I met you, or, and I hope you don't mind me sharing, because no, no, I thought it was really, really interesting is, you know, I love these, uh, obviously I'm a marketer by trade. And so I love when people are trying to build their network and kind of market themselves in a, in a creative way, the, thinking outside the box. And uh, you would come by the office and distributed some letters just mm-hmm. offering your services up and saying, you know, hey, we know that when your clients are buying a home or selling a home, it's a really stressful time. And if you think they need a little bit of extra help, we're here. And I thought, gosh, somebody's marketing therapy to a realtor. That's brilliant. Uh, And we all kind of laughed like, you know, well, I certainly have some crazy clients. Um, But, uh, you know, I think that's amazing. You're going to where the prop, the root of the problem potentially mm-hmm. could be and trying to say, Hey, I'm here. And so I had tucked your name away and thought this would be a great guest for the show. So I really appreciate you coming because I think there's going to be some really interesting, I was, I had a meeting this afternoon and I told that person that I was going to, um, the shows I was mm-hmm. doing and the guests I was having on. And he was like, one of those shows on, you know, and wanted to make sure that he was listening because he thought it would be really interesting. So, well, let's start off by talking about, 
how to make a decision if you're stuck mm-hmm. um, because that's really a lot of what home buying and selling is about is you have to make some pretty big decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I always, I mentor new realtors. I usually you know, work with one a year. And one of the things I say is you've got to remember that we are dealing with people's homes mm-hmm. and shelter is a basic human necessity. And so when you start to jack with that one way or the other and create some instability even if it's positive instability it's instability and that can create panic and then the way I see it panic then can create indecision Mm -hmm. yeah and I know that was one thing that was frustrating to me personally uh, when I hit that point is no one really tells you that the positive transitions can also be super stressful yeah you know things like buying a house or getting married it's supposed to be happy and exciting and no one expects to have more of these negative emotions come up or more of the stressors come up and it can make it really hard then to make decisions when you're feeling that stressed yeah I am I'm going through a family situation I know you can't really talk about specifics because of you know doctor patient confidentiality I on the other hand well, I'm um, talking about my mother-in-law um, because she doesn't listen to the show. Um, that's not a bad thing, but she's in the process of moving here. She lost her husband and is moving here, and we're seeing the whole range of emotions. And at times, it's very exciting that she's going to move to be closer to family, which she hasn't been close to any of her kids for a very long time. So that's really exciting. And to say, hey, you know, let's think about Thanksgiving. We're all going to have Thanksgiving together. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, in the next breath, it's like this is really scary and it's really overwhelming because I'm leaving, you know, what I know and I don't really know what I'm moving to. So mm-hmm. um, that's, yeah, definitely making her ability to make decisions really tr- tr- tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a story that I tell people. I've told this on the show multiple times, but it's one of my favorites. So I tell it all the time about a couple. And we're going to talk, I think, probably in the next episode next week about um, couples making decisions together because it's a little bit different than the dynamic. But um, they were house hunting and we started looking at houses and we got to the third house. We were looking about eight houses that day and they said, oh, crap, we forgot our spreadsheets. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they ran out to their cars and they got these clipboards and they had spreadsheets and they were going to rate all these different aspects. They had brainstormed all these different aspects of a home, Mm -hmm. the yard and the kitchen and the cabinets and the appliances and the furnace and the whatever. I didn't even look at it because I didn't want to know. So but then they explained to me that they took it even a step further. They each had their own sheets and they were rating things. But they had created a spreadsheet or database at home where they would input the results and each of them had weighted the um, importance differently Mm -hmm. based on what was important to them. And they were going to just put the results into the database and it was going to tell them it was going to make the decision for them. Mm -hmm. The guy was an engineer. Shocked? That that sounds like something I would do. <laughs> I'm such a planned person. I love my spreadsheets. Yeah, so I right. could definitely see doing something like that. And I think it was great. It kept them calm. And then, But here's what happened. And this is why I always tell the story. Um, by the fourth house, they said, oh, no, we didn't fill out our spreadsheets. Oh, well, we know we don't like this house. Mm, so it got thrown out. So the then it kind of got point. thrown out the window. And then that's where I always come back and I say, you know, you just need to trust your gut. Yeah, it's the emotional component is really interesting. Um, with a lot of clients, when they come in, emotions are seen as this awful bad thing. And so you need to push them away, suppress them. Um, I get a lot from people of, oh, I shouldn't feel this way. Um, it's not okay. I'm feeling this way. But 
emotions can actually give you a lot of information if you're willing to pay attention to them and listen to them. Um, and so I'm often encouraging people to tune into what are you feeling, um, you know, allow room for that, pay attention to that, um, and not necessarily just react to it immediately and impulsively, but take the time to look at, okay, what is that saying? If you're just having this feeling of, I hate this, maybe it's worth looking at that and paying attention to it. And um, not just saying I'm automatically leaving, but what what's maybe creating this feeling, feeling so for me. What does that physically look like? Would you envision someone who's walking through a house and they're like to just sort of stop and feel, think? I don't know. This is where I'm like. Yeah, pausing and slowing down. Um, yeah. That can be a really important one. Um, it's just, so uh, hard in today's uh, market because. Um, we have to make decisions really quickly. And so that's why this has become even more important. So let's go ahead and take our first break. And then when we talk, come back, we'll talk about that some more because that's certainly got me thinking. Um, and, and I'd love to have some solutions to be able to mm-hmm. give to my clients when I see that panic come through their eyes. You're listening to Real Real Estate Today, your home for smart real estate. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you interested in buying or selling a home? Not sure what the next step is? Deb can help. Go to RealRealEstateToday.com and click on Start Here. You'll be asked a few simple questions and Deb will personally contact you to help answer your real estate questions and connect you with a realtor in her personal nationwide network of realtors. So even if you aren't in Deb's service area, you're guaranteed to find a good match wherever you are. Visit RealRealEstateToday.com In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Real Real Estate Today. To reach Deb tomorrow or with questions and comments about the show, please send an email to Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. That's Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. Now, back to this week's program. 
Thanks for coming back to Real Real Estate Today. I am your host, Deb Tomorrow. Make sure you check us out on Facebook. That's Deb Tomorrow Realtor. We're going to be posting some links to some articles that we're talking about today and uh, some ideas on how to get help, uh, as well as always posting really good things. Another completely off topic, but I have to mention this because I just saw it today, is that, do you, I mean, did you watch HGTV at all? Oh, yes. Okay, good. So you're one of us, right? We watch it. And then we like criticize it, except Chip and mm-hmm. Joanna. We only say good things about Chip and Joanna on this Chip show because we love them. Thinking about starting a campaign, like, do you remember? I don't know if you remember this. Ellen DeGeneres wanted to be on the cover of Oprah's magazine, no, and I... she started this campaign where she just talked about it incessantly, and she finally got on the cover because nobody was on the cover except Oprah. Mm-hmm. So then she was. So I'm like, if I just like talk about it incessantly, you know, incessantly, then maybe I can get Joanna on this show. That would be would very be, um, I would like shut down after that. I'd be like, drop the mic. I'm done. <laughs> Cannot. But anyways, uh, the Property Brothers is another show we talk mm-hmm. about because they kind of annoy us. But, you know, like they're nice and everything. But I don't know. They freak Karen out. And so Karen is on the show with me all the time. And they freak her out for some reason. She has like weird like arachnophobia. But it's about the Property Brothers. You know, like <laughs> you know, people's irrational fear of spiders. And hers is the Property the prop Brothers. brothers. <laughs> and one of them is going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, that's funny. They just announced that today and I'm like and I don't know which one because they're all the same Mm -hmm. to me I don't know the difference but um, anyway so I had to post that and give Karen a hard time so be sure you tune your DVRs into Dancing with the uh, Stars this year and we'll uh, uh, see how Jonathan does we I may have to watch it this year and follow it Anyways, we're talking about more important things today. Our guest is Amanda Quinby, uh, Dr. Amanda Quinby, who is a psychologist here in Bloomington, and she focuses on uh, especially people in their 20s and 30s who are stuck um, or are in the midst of making a transition and needing some help with that. Uh, And so we were talking about making decisions uh, emotionally versus logic, and I had found this article what was it? The National Post. I don't even know what that is. Um, but they had some interesting, you, know, you buy a sweater on impulse, but when it comes to buying a home, it's all about calm deliberation, right? You might be surprised. Price, square footage, location, all that can be trumped by the visceral reaction of seeing a home, says June Cott, who teaches marketing at the University of Western Ontario's um, Ivy School of Business. Smells, colors, sounds you can hear inside or from the outside. You might not be aware of them, but you have influence. I will Mm -hmm. tell you, smells do influence. Mm -hmm. We talk about that all the time. But those things can influence consumer buying decisions. Um, Subsequent research has determined that the role of emotion in buying situations varies by individual and circumstance. Uh, But there's no doubt that overall it's a critical factor in consumer behavior. And while it's important to feel an emotional tie to the place you live in, it can inspire everything from maintaining the house properly to caring about your community. Uh, Abandoning what they call your inner Mr. Spock, which I liked, and his logic isn't wise. So I had mentioned before that, you know, my advice typically uh, to people is just trust your gut. Mm -hmm. I talk about when a buyer walks into a home, uh, I can tell within the first minute or so because I can see their shoulders relax and they just sort of have this physical, good physical reaction to the Mm -hmm. home. Um, But I'm not the one making the decision. Uh, So is trusting your gut, am I giving good advice or am I (laughs) leaving something out? Yeah, I often encourage people to look at both sides of the coin, both the emotional piece and the logical piece. Um, And in terms of logic, I'm often referring to values. And so I'll have clients uh, look at what are their values? What's important to them in in their life? Um, And so 
if you're talking about buying a house, the value might be having space to cook. If that's something that you do regularly, that's really important to you. Or if you do have people over every weekend and you're entertaining, um, you know, if that's something that's really important to you um, versus stainless steel appliances probably isn't a value. <laughs> okay. Um, so there's kind of a difference in regards to um, some of these things that would be nice versus some of these things that are inherent part of your life and your lifestyle and yeah. things that are important to you. And so um, it's not necessarily helpful to just focus on the emotional piece or just the logical piece, but paying attention to both of those to yeah. make an informed decision. Great. Um, I know sometimes people do get caught up in the logic. They get mm-hmm. caught up in the, um, you know, the financial aspect of it. Or, um, you know, one of the things we hate to see when we're on the listing side of a home is, well, this furnace is old. So, uh, and to me, that's a very kind of logical. It's like, mm-hmm. ah, you know, it's a furnace. Mm-hmm. And you tend to figure out a solution to that. Um, but well, if everything else is perfect. Yeah, in a sense, it's no different from a relationship. If you think about that, you know, a potential partner, romantic partner might check off all the boxes. But if you feel nothing towards them, then that's probably not a great relationship. And the same thing, vice versa. You may feel this intense emotional high with someone, but if you aren't compatible in any other way. Yeah. Let's say your you know, values are different in terms of health or finances, what you want in life, and that's not going to work either. So you want both. Right. Place. But having uh, compatible values can often drive the emotion because mm-hmm. you're like, yes. someone gets me, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. <laughs> that's what we all exactly. like. Somebody mm-hmm. get this house gets me. It gets what's important mm-hmm. to me. I had to laugh and you said entertaining because we, that's one that we always <laughs> scream at the TV when we're watching House Hunters. We're like, you will not entertain. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of clients, they insist on having a bathtub. And it's like, you call me when you take that bath because I'm going to promise you that two years from now, you're going to be like, I haven't had time to take a bath yet. Well, I think one of the articles you said talked about that, too, of basing your decisions on who you are, not who you want to be. And Mm -hmm. so if you've always been entertaining up until now, then, yeah, that might be appropriate. But if you've never entertained before buying this house, then the odds of you entertaining when you buy this house is probably not not very good. Yeah. And we had talked about, um, yeah, that if you have issues before, Mm -hmm. buying the house in and of itself isn't going to necessarily fix those issues no. or change the who you are. Mm-hmm. It's like they say, you know, losing weight doesn't necessarily make you happy mm-hmm. or, um, you know, so moving to a new house isn't going to ne- change, you know, you're not going to become a whole different person. There's still- actually some research to show that people have kind of a baseline level of happiness. And so different events in our life will um, have us drop below that and go above that. But mm-hmm. we tend to always kind of come back to that baseline. And so buying a house, if you're really excited about it, might take you up a little bit for a little while, but you're going to come, come back right back to, where to that baseline. Now, that's interesting. Uh, do people have different baselines? Mm-hmm. So there are and people who their happiness level is just going to be lower. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing I can do about that. <laughs> Not necessarily, no. <laughs> Interesting. No. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, I'm just thinking of all the, like, overly perky people in my life. <laughs> and now I'm just going to be like, your baselines are too high. You need to take it down a little bit. Yeah, there's some people there where that line might be a bit higher. <laughs> <laughs> interesting, mm-hmm. interesting. Well, let's talk a little bit about... Um, buyer's remorse. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's another story I always tell about buyer's remorse. Uh, I had a friend who uh, bought a TV. She went with her husband to like an electronic store and bought a TV and they were um, driving 
Her husband went to get the car and pull it around the back to load the TV up, and she was standing in the back waiting for him. And there was a famous radio personality that was standing next to her, and she just burst out sobbing. <laughs> and, and she remembers this guy going, um, excuse me, ma'am? <laughs> you okay? And she just looked up and she's like, buyer's remorse because they had just spent so much on this mm-hmm. TV. And and that always makes me laugh. And I'm like, have I ever had anyone cry at the closing table for, mm-hmm. you know, buyer's remorse? But I mean, certainly I have seen through a transaction, there are moments where you think as a realtor, you go, I'm going to lose this person. Mm-hmm. You know, they might look for a way to get out or, you know, do actually get out. Mm-hmm. So what, what advice do you have to maybe help present, prevent buyer's remorse? That values piece again, I think if you're making a decision based on what's important to you and your values, you can kind of go back to that then and say, okay, I'm making a decision on that and reaffirm essentially the decision that you're making. Um, and so I often encourage people to write those things down to make a list and remind yourself of why this is important, why you made the decision that you did um, so that it feels like a thought out grounded decision versus a decision you made on a whim. So that's brilliant. And I want everyone to just stop. I want you to go grab a piece of paper and a pencil uh, and or open up your notes on your phone and think write this down. Because I think most of us, when, when people start to get excited about buying a home, they're like, okay, let's make out our list. Mm-hmm. Let's make out our needs list. And I do that when clients come into my office for the first time. You know, tell me about what you're looking for. Well, we want a fenced yard. We want a two-car garage. And it's all these things that have to do with the house when really, if I were good at what I do, I would – Ask them, what 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 do you value? Mm-hmm. What's important to you? Um, and I need to think a little bit more about what kinds of questions I could ask. But it sounds to me like you're saying, write down those things. Write down mm-hmm. your values. Can you give me a couple more examples? We talk about entertaining or cooking. What are some other, just to kind of help people sure. understand what are the kinds of things they should be thinking about when you say values. So my husband and I joke about this a little bit because we had this happen. Um, our last apartment we were in had really high ceilings. And it was so nice. We loved it. And we said, oh, the next place we have to have high ceilings. We can't go without it. And we moved to Bloomington. We got an apartment without the high ceilings. And my husband said the one day, we don't really notice it on a regular basis. Sure, they were nice before, but it's not something on a daily basis. We're going, oh, that's something we really wish we had. Right. We don't notice it for the most part. Right. Um, The things we notice are you know, having a smaller kitchen because we cook all the time. So okay. that's something I notice on a daily basis that it would really be nice <laughs> to have you some go, more Arr. kitchen space. Yeah. yeah. Um, same with a larger space for the bathroom, just having a little bit more room or storage space since that's something that comes up on a regular basis day to day. Something right. I'm noticing. Um, we have two pets. We have two dogs. Okay. And so um, – we would really love having a large space for them to be able sure. to roam because it's really tough when you're having, having to take, take them out. Dogs. Yeah, Oof. exactly. Yeah. Um, and yeah. having lots of people walk by. Um, so those things that you notice on a day-to-day yeah. basis that really right. play a regular role in your life. I know um, I was reading one of these articles about commute. Mm-hmm. That that is, yes. I think, and we, we were talking, we've talked in the past about you know, California commutes can be crazy because mm-hmm. home prices are crazy. Um, my brother has a, a, some friends he knows that he lives in Southern California. They work in L.A., 
they have to live so far out Mm -hmm. um, to have, you know, the kind of home that they want, that they actually bought a luxury van, then they all, and they put their kids in a private school near where they work, and they all commute together, and that's their family time in the vehicle. They do homework, they do snack time, they do breakfast in that vehicle, Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, commute home in the afternoon. Um, and that's how they've kind of dealt with their, but that was a core value of having yeah. family time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really important to them. So I think um, that's a great example. Time is a big one of how do you want to spend your time? Yeah. And if you would much, uh, if you would value having your time spent much more into something yeah. else, then I do joke with my clients. Oh, this, this sort of, maybe I am doing it a little bit. I'll say, how far do you need to be from milk? Mm-hmm. because you know when we start to talk about rural properties how far out do you want to be and yes. you know some of the basics like I live out in the country a little bit there's a gas station a mile down the road and they usually have sour cream and butter when I run out mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like go down to the gas station because other than that you know it's a drive into town to to get that but there are days where we're like damn it why is Wendy so far away you know or we don't have pizza delivery we don't have anything which is probably good but uh you know it it has caused us we've been out there for 11 years so I think we've gotten used to it but it causes you to think how important is that mm-hmm. um and if you're trying something new like living out in the country when you've always lived in town you may not think it's that big a deal so you really do need to give it some critical thought Definitely. um because I have had some people that have bought homes and then said um, actually, I have uh, someone I helped just last year buy a home, and uh, I heard from her sister about six months later, like, yeah, it really is kind of far out there, and, you know, and now they have a kid, and it's a little bit different life, so. Well, and test it out if you can. That's when you could always test out if you're debating whether you'd be okay with a longer commute. Add however much time you need to to your drive in the morning, Beautiful. take a detour, detour and see how much it bothers you to add that extra time in. That's a great um, idea. If you really hate it and yeah. you're miserable after just a week, then right. it's probably not going to uh, yeah. work so well. That's a house. great idea. Yeah. If you're going to live a half an hour further out, you need to leave, do it for a week. Live, mm-hmm. you know, drive around a half an hour in circles yeah. before you get the work and see. That's a take great idea. Group. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, we've got to go to another break and we'll come back and keep talking about these decision making. Um, thoughts and helping people make uh, good solid decisions emotion and logic we endorse both here awesome you're listening to real real estate today your home for smart real estate stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com Are you interested in buying or selling a home? Not sure what the next step is? Deb can help. Go to realrealestatetoday.com and click on Start Here. You'll be asked a few simple questions and Deb will personally contact you to help answer your real estate questions and connect you with a realtor in her personal nationwide network of realtors. So even if you aren't in Deb's service area, you're guaranteed to find a good match wherever you are. Visit realrealestatetoday.com. Can you truly be a change agent in your community? We think you can. Tune in every week for Envision with host Thomas Rosenberg. The show is all about building an inclusive and just future by connecting people with ideas. Connect with what's happening in your community, your country, and around the world as Thomas speaks with amazing guests who are fostering change and making their communities better. Envision is heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Real Real Estate Today. To reach Deb tomorrow or with questions and comments about the show, please send an email to Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. That's Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. Now, back to this week's program. Thanks for coming back. This is Real Real Estate Today, and I am your host, Deb Tomorrow, and we are here today with Dr. Amanda Quinby of, um, I'm going to get the, I got to pull the paper out, Bloomington Counseling and Wellness Service. I want to make sure I had your company right. If somebody uh, from Bloomington is listening and they were interested in getting in touch with you, Mm -hmm. what would be the best way to do that? Um, you can go online to our website if you just Google Bloomington Counseling and Wellness Services, Bloomington, Indiana. Our website will come up pretty easily, and our contact information is on there. Email or phone is absolutely fine. Awesome. So um, I would encourage anyone, if you're feeling stuck, um, looking to make some sort of life transition, um, looking just for someone to help you kind of think through anything, whether it's one time or over mm-hmm. a series of times, um, Amanda's a great resource for that, and I'm really enjoying having you here on the show today. So we've been talking about buyer's remorse Mm -hmm. um and you had kind of you know given a a great idea about you know trying some things out and uh, giving it a trial run i love the idea about you know if you're going to live further out in the country you know try making the drive uh, you get up earlier and leave your house earlier and Mm -hmm. drive that to work drive in circles for a half an hour and kind of mimic the time and do that going to work and coming home from work for about a week and see how it changes your life Um, because I think that's something people don't know. There was a great article I found and uh, Rachel's going to put it up on Facebook um, and it was how to avoid buyer's remorse. We always like to avoid things like that. And it had mm-hmm. four tips or four ideas, suggestions, four scenarios that bring on buyer's remorse and how to avoid them. And I thought we could talk about that a little bit and I could get your take on it. Um, and certainly I'll give my opinion as well. But the first one was discussions with family and friends. That's scenarios that bring on buyer's remorse. Mm-hmm. We could probably do a week's worth of shows on this. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. Um, so do you have some tips or because my tip is going to be like don't (laughs) just don't talk to anybody about it don't post on Facebook about just don't well it's a pretty common thing for family and friends to provide unwanted advice or even if it's wanted to provide advice that's maybe not helpful Um, and so one thing I, I often tell clients is that when people are providing advice they're basing it off on off of what would be best for them. Yes. Um, they're not necessarily thinking about what would be best for you. Um, so if that person saying that, um, you know, you have to have the, um, you know, huge kitchen, um, then that's probably going to be important to them, not necessarily mm-hmm. to you. Or you have to make sure to have a fenced-in yard. That's probably going to yeah. be important to them if they're buying a house. I see that a lot with basements, crawl spaces, and um, homes built on slabs. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes people are very vehement about, I don't want a home on slab. They say it's harder on their knees. 
okay, but you know what, that person that may not be an issue for, you know, whoever you're talking to. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think we're going to talk a little bit more about that next week because mm-hmm. today we're wanted to focus on sort of the individual decision making. And then next week we're going to talk about more relational issues. Um, so we're going to come back to that for sure because I know I want to know um, how to say no mm-hmm. to people or how do you listen to them, but then not take their advice. And then they still love you. It's hard. <laughs> That's how it's I, want, hard. I want it to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other things that they say brings on uh, buyer's remorse is continuing to look at houses. Yes. Um, and I'm sure you see that in other examples too. When people have a hard time making a decision, mm-hmm. it's because they haven't really settled and embraced the decision. Mm-hmm. Um, I always tell my clients, especially when we've been looking for a long time for a home, congratulations, you have an accepted offer. Please delete Zillow app off your phone. Mm -hmm. And I'm serious about that. Like, stop looking. (laughs) Well, it's not uncommon, too, for a lot of people to have this strive for perfection in all areas of their life. And so if that's something they, you know, know about themselves, um, then it's probably going to come up in the house buying process as well. And so often it stems from, well, what if I could find something better? Right. If I, what if that perfect house is out there waiting for me and if I stop looking now, I'm not going to find it. Um, and there does have to be a little bit of a willingness to walk away from this idea of perfect. Um, oh. that there isn't necessarily a perfect home. Um, and so that, that can be a really challenging thing for people to walk away from. And that's often when I'll encourage people to maybe talk to a therapist if they're really struggling with that. Um, since it's often a process to work through that of getting away from that idea of how do you help people with that? Do you have exercises that they do? So yeah, (laughs) go do this half assed. (laughs) Walk away and it'll kind of get you conditioned to doing, you know, to things not being perfect. There are exercises. I, when I work with clients, I'm often talking a lot about language. And so I'm often pointing out particular words that they're using and the way they talk about things and then talking about the potential impact of those words. Um, You know, what is it like to you'd be using this word perfect because if you are using that word, you're probably always falling short of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you always feel like you're falling short, that usually doesn't feeling. create yeah. Yeah, positive emotions where if you can lower that bar a little bit and allow room for things to um, maybe not always be okay, then there's more room to meet some of those expectations. Um, so it does take some work um, for people to get used to thinking about things in a different way and trying to use a bit of a different language. Yeah, no, but that's such valuable information for me. You should do some therapy sessions for realtors to like help us with words and terminology we can use um, when we see our clients struggling, not that we're professionals, but just to be, say that phrase, mm-hmm. you need to be willing to settle for less than perfect because you're not going to find it. Mm-hmm. And here's the number for someone who can help you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if you can't, I always joke my blood type is A positive, A plus. So I'm like, <laughs> it's not my fault. I was born with it. It's in my blood that, mm-hmm. you know, that I strive for that. You know, I always do want everything to be perfect. But I think as I've gotten older um, and I've taken more risks in my career and in my life, Life, uh, you kind of go, oh, okay, yeah, that wasn't perfect, but it, you know, 
it was it got done what I needed to get done, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy at the end of it, kind of thing to to keep that in perspective. I often yeah. joke with clients too that it often falls into this idea of all or nothing, so it's very black and white, yeah. good, bad, right, wrong. Yeah. Um, and so I'll often say to clients, we're not using any of those words. We're no longer allowed to use the words right and wrong. We're no longer okay. allowed to use the words good and bad. And then. How do you talk to yourself if you can't use those words? Right. What does that look like? So maybe it means saying, hey, I like the, this part about the house. Right. Maybe I don't like this part so much. Um, but it helps to think of the bigger picture and uh, think about things more comprehensively. I had some clients late, uh, recently who had been trying to sell their house up in Indianapolis for about a year. And the um, he had been commuting down here through horrible construction and traffic. And they finally got an offer on their house. And we're super excited. But we had a pretty short time frame to find something down here for them. Mm-hmm. And the first time I went out with them, they said, our bar is we don't hate it. <laughs> yeah. That was all they were they were striving for, that they agreed that they both didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was dying, but I was like, I like these clients. Like, mm-hmm. these are people I can work with. Like, they understood what their value was, which was not being homeless with their kids and getting their kids settled in a school and that kind of thing. They knew what was important to them and that. Um, and they knew that a lot of other things didn't matter. And mm-hmm. so they got to that point where they were. So I'm going to have to call them up and say, you are mentally really healthy. <laughs> Good job. But we would joke about it. So then I would just start every house we go in. We'd be like, do you hate it? Do you hate it? Mm-hmm. You know, and one of them would hate it and one of them wouldn't. And, uh, and yeah. And then there was one where they she was trying to not hate it, but she really did hate it. Mm-hmm. And finally, she's just like, I'm sorry, I, I hate it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, next that's one, okay. let's move on. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we found a house they didn't hate. So that's awesome. Yeah, it creates some more flexibility there to work. Yeah. Uh, if not everything has to be perfect. Right, yeah. right. So uh, another uh, way to, I say, to guarantee buyer's remorse. <laughs> here's, how, here's how you get buyer's remorse. Continue looking at houses. So stop doing that. Um, and... Um, Focusing on your own doubts mm-hmm. was another, I thought it was really interesting in this article. They said, nothing in life is certain. And we tend to think about the uncertainties even more whenever uh, we're making important commitments and dwelling on the negative instead of looking at the positive. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like I was talking about with my mother-in-law. That's like, okay, let's focus on Thanksgiving and everybody being together. But then the next, you know, three sentences are all, you know, is there going to be room for my books? Is there going to be room for my piano? Is mm-hmm. there, you know, how am I going to make this happen? And kind of the negative of it. I saw this is so stupid, but I saw this meme popped up on my Facebook that's probably not healthy, right? Um, and I was like, oh, I like that. And then I lost it. And I literally spent like 15 minutes this morning going back and trying <laughs> to find it. Um, and it said, stop being afraid of what could go wrong and think of what could go right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, yeah, I'd like that embroidered on a pillow, please. Because um, I think we all need to do that a little bit mm-hmm. more and, and think about what could be as opposed to what might happen. The what ifs are pretty common with anxiety. Um, It's one of the inherent pieces of that, of thinking through every worst case scenario of what if this happens, what if that happens. And sometimes I'll just encourage people to actually walk through those what if scenarios Mm -hmm. because often they're not thinking about them to the very end of of that thought pattern. And often when they actually think through it, it's not as bad as they actually expect it to be. Small moment of of pain, but yeah, I I joke with clients sometimes and sometimes they don't get my joke. I think I'm funny, but I'm not. (laughs) always and I say I haven't lost anyone yet Mm -hmm. which is my way of kind of going you know yeah this might suck for you know we're going through an inspection response and it might kind of suck for a little while but it's not going to kill you Mm -hmm. so let's try and you know keep moving forward and work through it 
Well, that's often the point where the person gets at. They go, yeah, it would be hard, but I'd handle it and I'd yeah. deal with it. And yeah. I guess that would be it. Yeah. And then they go, oh, I guess yeah. that's not so, <laughs> quite so bad when I think about it that way. Right. Um, so, yeah, often it's built up in their heads much worse than it actually would be. Yeah. Uh, and then the other way to guarantee buyer's remorse is to look to people who don't offer um you know, I want to say good guidance, but what is good guidance? I guess now that I've I've le- been listening and learning from you, you know, guidance that is aligned with your values. Mm-hmm. Um, and that means things like having a real estate agent who understands that mm-hmm. and is working for that and answering your questions, yes. um, you know, and being responsive. But also, you know, family members and lenders and insurance agents, you know, you want an insurance agent who's going to listen to what's important to you and mm-hmm. make sure, um, you know, if you're the kind of person who needs all the details that they take the time to do that. Mm-hmm. And if you are the per- kind of person who needs all the details and the insurance agent says, just sign here, mm-hmm. that's going to increase your stress. It will. Mm-hmm. So hmm, look at that. We've come full circle back to the idea of knowing what your values are and what's important, important to you. Mm-hmm. Gosh, make it all sound a lot easier. Huh? <laughs> all right. All ties together. Yeah, exactly. We've got one more break. So we're going to go to that and, uh, and then finish up uh, this enlightening. I feel like motivated to go and do positive things in my life, which is awesome. <laughs> so stick around. You're listening to Real Real Estate Today, your home for smart real estate. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you interested in buying or selling a home? Not sure what the next step is? Deb can help. Go to realrealestatetoday.com and click on Start Here. You'll be asked a few simple questions, and Deb will personally contact you to help answer your real estate questions and connect you with a realtor in her personal nationwide network of realtors. So even if you aren't in Deb's service area, you're guaranteed to find a good match wherever you are. Visit realrealestatetoday.com. What's your coffee story? The one that defines who you truly are in a relaxing setting. It's where you share your memories, plan for the future, and talk about the now. My favorite coffee story is here with host Aniko Samoji. We invite you to listen in and share your coffee stories too. Bring your friends or just stop by as we talk about coffee and the inspiring stories that touch our lives every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You are listening to Real Real Estate Today. To reach Deb tomorrow or with questions and comments about the show, please send an email to Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. That's Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back. Thanks for coming back to Real Real Estate Today. I am your host, Deb Tomorrow. Make sure you're following us on Facebook. We're going to post some links to some of these great articles that we've been talking about today. Um, and uh, we'll probably be on Twitter, too. But as we were talking about during the break, I'm like, I don't know. Uh, Rachel, who's my associate producer, does the Twitter stuff for me. Um, and she does a great job of it. I can't barely figure out what my password is on that. Um, 
So we're talking, uh, I wanted to talk in this last segment before we run out of time about some simple strategies to ease your home buying anxiety. Um, I found an article with some great ideas, and I think it's spawned us to think about other ideas as mm-hmm. well. Um, and one of them, which isn't in this article, but you had kind of mentioned in your notes to me, was avoiding unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I think we need to come up with a name for that. Maybe we just call it HGTV syndrome or something. I would say that's probably accurate. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we always talk about one of the things I run into is people thinking they can finance a fixer-upper really mm-hmm. easily, and it's not. You know, Karen's always here going, you can't do it. They're lying to you. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm just going to buy this house and the bank will give me $200,000 to fix it up. Doesn't work like that. Um, And so that's one of the unrealistic expectations. My husband and I joke about this all the time because he says, oh, it's it's easy. Just look at the HGTV shows. You know, it can be done in 12 weeks and super easy. And I'm going, no, I don't think so. No. I don't think so. Right. And the other thing with HGTV is that I tell people, I know they do it in a half an hour, mm-hmm. but I'm telling you, it's going to take you four weeks and 17 trips on one Saturday to Menards. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just, yeah, so to be realistic about that. So um, I always have said way back when I started teaching homebuyer classes years ago, um, you know, HGTV is for entertainment purposes only. Real real estate today is where you get the solid information mm-hmm. that you need. Um, but one of the strategies in this article, um, I should probably quote the article, uh, Five Simple Strategies to Ease Home Buying Anxiety, anxiety by Mikey Rocks. Um, we'll post a link to that. It's a good article. I don't know who he is, but it's a good article. Um, one of them, he said, I thought this was brilliant. Give your new mortgage payment a trial run. I, I'm, I'm in awe of the utter brilliance of this, and, and mm-hmm. I wish I had thought of it. Um, and it's like we were talking about the trial run of if you're going to live a little bit further out in the country, driving to work or driving to the store. Um, so if you are currently paying like $1,000 a month in rent and you're anticipating buying a house and paying $1,400, um, why don't you go ahead and start setting aside $1,400 mm-hmm. and see what that feels like and see how that changes your life. Freaking brilliant. I think it ties into the values piece, too, because it may be that you want to put that money towards other things that are more important, that you might feel okay putting that money towards a house, that maybe that's the priority and the highest value, but when you start putting that amount of money in, you might find that you'd rather put it towards other things. I am going to email a client this idea tonight because I think they're in this uh, paralysis point where they want to move up to the next house or a little bit scared of the house payment. Mm -hmm. They've got to sell the other house too. And I think maybe doing an exercise like this for, you know, a couple months could really make them feel a lot better about the decision Mm -hmm. that they have to make because, you know, they're really probably doubling in size in terms of, you know, house payment. And that's scary. Um, Yeah. And I think that's great. They also mentioned that you could take this approach if you're anticipating higher utility bills, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, take that into account as well. Maybe come up with a little bit of a house budget and start. And then, you know what happens if you do this for like three or four months, you start to feel good about it. And look at all that money you've got set aside for a down payment and stuff. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Two birds with one stone. I love it. Never hurts to save. Oh my gosh. I'm going to post this like every freaking day on my Facebook. Everyone's <laughs> going to be sick of it. And they're going to be like, fine, Deb, we'll do it. Because I think it's utter brilliance. I probably need to email this guy and tell him that he's brilliant. Okay. So, yeah, it's a great recommendation. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So um, one other thing they recommended to avoid anxiety is being flexible and reasonable. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of that goes to what we were talking about, um, not expecting perfection. Mm-hmm. Um, that comes into being reasonable. How do you 
help people be more flexible? Yeah, it's, it's a harder one um, because you can't just say, oh, be more flexible right, and magically right. have it happen. Um, part of that, too, is I think expecting the unexpected as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I think is on our list. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll often say to clients, you know, it's okay to hope for the best, but also expect the worst. <laughs> um, and yeah. you can hold both simultaneously that doesn't have to be this blind optimism it also doesn't have to be this pure pessimism um but you can hold both at the same time um and so that can be a really helpful tool going into a situation like this where you don't necessarily know what's going to happen when there are probably going to be unexpected circumstances that come up um that you're not aware of so just accepting in advance that this may not go 100% smoothly in the way that I would want it to be. Right. I know we see that all the time. And and again, that's when I pull out my whole, haven't lost anyone yet. And then mm-hmm. they look at me like I'm crazy. Cause then I go, well, I have had two clients die on me, but that's a whole other story. You know? And then, the, <laughs> and then they're like, you should probably stop talking now, Deb. And I'm like, yeah, I probably should stop talking. Um, but uh, yeah, we see it all the time. It never goes how you think it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Closings get delayed and inspection things come up and buyers lose their financing at the last minute. I mean, there's all kinds of crazy stuff that happens. Um, and you have to kind of roll with the punches and, you know, keep your eye on the prize and mm-hmm. uh, and keep your values uh, really close by. So that's really awesome. Um, one other suggestion we talked about don't expect perfection. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there, this gentleman also made a, um, a comment about working with, you know, experience. Mm-hmm. People who have experience can really help as well. Um, and I'm not saying that like, a newer realtor or a newer lender wouldn't do a good job, but sometimes having someone with a lot of experience mm-hmm. um can keep things calmer. Now that isn't always true. I'm going to just talk here from a a real estate perspective for a second, because there are realtors out there who've been in the business for a very long time and get really freaked out about, you know, the grass didn't get mowed. That's one of the things, you know, I hate in April, the sellers moved out and they kind of like, all right, I'm done. I know I'm not closing for three weeks and the grass is growing crazy fast because it's April. And um, I had some clients once they moved into a house, she was, you know, like nine and a half months pregnant and the grass was almost past her knees. And I felt so bad that they're just kind of like, eh, you know, it sucks, but whatever, shit mm-hmm. happens, you know, and, and they, they just deal with it. Um, but I see realtors on both sides kind of like, you know, no, and, and then that panic creates panic. So. I liked what you said earlier, too, about finding someone who's going to help them to find what they want, what the things that are important to them. I think I've seen on HGTV before, too, where people will come in and they have this idea of what they want. And they're saying, no, the house doesn't have this. And the realtor saying, but it has this other great feature. That's not important to them. That's not what they want. And so just like you said before, working with someone who's going to help you to find what's important to you. Yeah, that listens and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, you know, kind of tries to reiterate that back. Um, but certainly everyone be warned if you come into my office, I'm going to ask you more than what you want in terms of offense or what you want in terms of, uh, I'm going to have to come up with some good like questions to ask to get people. Cause I think mm-hmm. that they're still, what do you value? I value a two car garage. No, I mean, what do you really value? Yeah. Let's and, get at the core yeah, of that. Let's, get, let's dig deep. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to like get a couch or something. And be like, I want you later. <laughs> let's dig deep and talk about what's really important mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, hopefully, um, Everybody listening has picked up some great strategies. I certainly have made a ton of notes and, uh, I feel like I might be a better realtor after this. So that's pretty exciting. And guess what? 
there's more to come. So uh, Amanda is going to be back next week. We're going to talk more about those relational issues. Um, If you're a couple, how do you kind of compromise Mm -hmm. uh, and everybody get what you want? I'm sure values are going to have something to do with that too, right? Yes. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. And remind everyone, if you're interested and you're in the Bloomington area and you would like to talk more with uh, Dr. Amanda Quimby, Quimby, she is, um, you can find her on her website. So just Google Bloomington Wellness and Counseling Services. Bloomington Counseling and Wellness Services. That's okay. Uh, I meant to write that on the wall, so I had it right in front of me. Bloomington Counseling and Wellness Services. uh, And you can contact them via email and uh, and get the ball rolling. They're here to help you. Uh, So we will be back next week with more information on that. So we will see you then. Thank you so much for listening to Real Real Estate Today, your home for smart real estate. Thank you for tuning in to Real Real Estate Today. Please join your host, Deb Tomorrow, for another edition every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until next week, take care of your home. It's one of your most important assets.